Welcome to the All About the Journey podcast, hosted by Wisdom Moon, where you'll hear inspiring conversations with Christian leaders from various backgrounds and industries that are making kingdom impact. Now, here's your host, Wisdom Moon. All right, Wisdom here with Jake and Wit. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Hey, Wisdom. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, on this podcast, we love to just hear people's stories and hear about their journey and God's faithfulness in that journey. Uh, so first of all, I think would be awesome for you guys to share, because obviously you have a business that you run together uh, and you guys work together every day, you know, and not every couple can do that. <laughs> so uh, tell us about like how you guys met and even like how you guys even knew you could work together. Oh, did you know? That you <laughs> no, I didn't know. Well, we, we met on online dating on okay. uh, our online site and okay. Cupid. Yeah. Okay. Cupid. You're wanting to know. <laughs> <laughs> And then we, as, as we started dating, Wit was always had this like entrepreneur mindset and I was, mm. and so I was, she was sort of luring me in, I think, and in, into this <laughs> world. And then shortly after we were married, I jumped in with her and I don't know that we knew we could work together, <laughs> but, but I knew I didn't want to be away from her during the day. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, let's just Wait. try this and, and see what happens. Wow, that's so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> that's what all the female listeners are saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you guys been married now? One year. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. Four years. Just a little over four years. It, awesome. it so, feels like it's been a long time, though, Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of growth. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that, but yeah, I, I think it's positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you could always turn things like that into positive. You know? <laughs> That's what I choose. So you guys are Christian life coaches. You know, you guys um, are believers, and also integrate your faith and your beliefs into coaching. And I think when people hear about coaching or, you know, life coaching or even like, you know, therapy and things like that. Sometimes Christians can have like this feeling of, well, we don't really need it because Jesus is our counselor. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, we don't really like, it almost feels like, you know, for some people there's a stigma of like, well, we shouldn't need that as Christians. There's right. something wrong with you. You're not a good Christian if you, <laughs> if you need uh -huh. coaching or counseling. So, uh, how would you respond to somebody maybe that has that perspective? Mm, that's a great question, Wisdom. Am I responding or are you responding? No, Go I'll for it. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely, so just a little bit about my history. I stopped drinking. I've been sober for five and a half years. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. And um, that first year of not drinking wine was such a tough year. And I would go to church and I um, felt supportive, but I really felt like there has to be something wrong with me because mm. this is so hard. Like I am yeah. struggling every single day just to do what I know the Lord's called me to do for me personally. And, um, 
I, I'm in the word and I'm, I'm praying regularly. What is going wrong? And now in hindsight, I know that my thoughts, I, I didn't know how to take my thoughts captive. So mm. thoughts like I need a glass of wine or um, wine sounds so good. I don't know how to have fun without wine. Those thoughts that just seemed factual to me mm. at the time were causing me a lot of cravings and a lot of battling and fighting. And so I'm really grateful right now that we have more Christian leaders, uh, Greg Grishel, um, Jeannie Allen. Uh, I just attended an if a women's if gathering event. Oh, yeah. and they're all getting on board with this winning the war in your mind battle the battle starts in 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 your your thoughts and how do we take our thoughts captive and make them obedient to christ Mm -hmm. so a a long way of just saying to to your question wisdom that's so good that um we all have we're all human and we all have a mind that there's a constant battle going on and yes jesus has done it all for us but we still have to we still have to live on this earth, mm-hmm. uh, having temptations and and all of those things. And so, I think coaching what what coaching has offered us is an avenue to help people take their thoughts captive and have authority and, yeah. and live in that power that that we're, we have access to. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, actually, Craig Rochelle, uh, the new book that he just came out with, um, I bought that and actually gave it to my oldest, who's 15, to read it oh. first. And then I'm going to read it, too, because I listen to his like leadership podcast and, you know, his content is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I think, you know, when you think about even what the Bible emphasizes of the, you know, your mind, you know, t- thinking, taking uh thoughts captive and all those things. I think um, that's so important to be reminded of. Uh, So you talked about, you know, drinking. Um, So did you feel like you were an alcoholic? And is that why you decided to stop? Or like, what was the process of that? Mm, Yeah, Um, I never thought that I was an alcoholic until I a friend of mine invited me to an AA meeting, my roommate mm. at the time when I was living in Austin. And um, <laughs> they had of, to check the box, yeah. check the box. If, if you have some of these things, you just might be an alcoholic. Uh. Yeah. But I never, I never woke up and started drinking. I didn't wake mm. up with cravings. I was high functioning. Um, and so I was in denial of being so dependent on alcohol, Mm -hmm. but I just kept hearing the Lord say, let, let this go. It's hindering you, Whitney, and I'll show you what, what we can do together. And it Mm -hmm. was like an invitation that I felt the Lord was calling me into that made me be open to, okay, if I have to say that I'm an alcoholic to really put this to death, then sign me up. I just want Mm. this gone. Um, Today, I don't call myself an alcoholic Mm. uh, because I believe that Jesus is our healer and um, I just choose not to drink. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, So, Jake, how do you go from a teacher? Were you teaching high school? Yeah, yeah. Taught high school math for 20 years. 
high school is a tough, <laughs> tough stage <laughs> as a teacher. <laughs> uh, I mean, when I look back at high school, I'm like, I gave some of my teachers a hard time. <laughs> you did with them? Some of them deserved it, I think. <laughs> I just never deserved it. So. Uh, so how do you go from a math teacher to being a life coach? Like what happens, you know, between A and B? Well, it, it's funny. At first, I thought I was starting something totally new. And, and the mindset was more like, I love new things. I love adventure. This sounds like a blast. Um, like I said, I did. I wanted to hang out with Wit. And, and mm. so I'm like, okay, I love adventure. I love people. I love connecting with people I love. Here's someone I love inviting me on an adventure. Let's just go do this whole new mm -hmm. thing. And it'll be a blast. It'll be fun. And we'll see where it lands. Now, what I discovered is that I've been life coaching my whole life. There is mm -hmm. literally no difference between teaching a high school kid and life coaching. Wow. It's, it's just that this kid is like, like Wit saying, you've got these beliefs. I'm not a math person. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just not a math person. Okay, well, the more you think that, the more you're never going to get this. Yeah. So let's address the thinking first, and then we'll talk about the factoring polynomials mm -hmm. <laughs> afterwards. And it really is, if you're going to teach effectively, I believe that's the only way to do it. I didn't know that till after, and and I was like, hey, this is, this is the same, you know. The, I, I even took a life coaching certification test before I took mm. the coursework, and I just passed. I'm like, oh, this is teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, my thought in high school was not that like. Uh, I'm not a math person, but more like I don't want to be a math person. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I think maybe because of the stigma of like Asians are all good at math or whatever. So I like uh, was wanting to go a different direction. You know? uh, <laughs> like, I don't want to be associated I, with math. <laughs> I rebel. I rebel against yeah. math. <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys um, coach together as a couple? Because I think most you know life coaches when you think of life coach or uh, life coaching or you know hiring a life coach typically it's like one person um you know it's rare to see a couple doing it together mm -hmm. especially i think in the christian community you know i don't really see that very much yeah well at, to start we did it very poorly <laughs> we, I mean, you can probably tell even from just this little about, amount of time, we have different perspectives, different personalities, different approaches mm. to everything that we do. And so our live coaching sessions would look like this, where you were alone on your screen and the two of us are here. And then mm. I would be like, wisdom, this is what I think. And then, and then Wit would be like, wisdom, this is what I think. And I would, oh. and, and you're just like, oh, what's happening to me right now? And, and so we did actually decide to, to, uh, define that and to mm. refine that and come up with how this was going to go together. And the, the big shift was ultimately I stepped into a role of an assistant coach. And so when you get on, we're like, you know what works for, there are coaching staffs out there for all the professional sports teams and they're very successful. And, and what mm. they do is they have roles and, and there's a coaching staff and the staff has roles and they do what's best for the players. And so Wit leads the calls and mm. I'm much more in a supportive role. I do I do a little more connecting with the client and mm. Wit does a little more pushing of the client, just yeah. like a head coach and an assistant coach in a, in a good program. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've been on a journey just with this value of figuring out how to do it together because we didn't want to do it apart. Mm. And it really has developed into a system which to my knowledge, is 
we're the only ones doing it. Mm. Man, that's awesome. So, you know, listening to you guys talk about this, it sounds like so perfect and, you know, rosy. You guys never have problems, right? And you guys are life coaches, so obviously, like, you can't have marriage yeah. problems or anything. <laughs> so, uh, can you share with us maybe some of the challenges that you faced, um, you know, being a couple and then, like, kind of going into business together right away after getting married and what are, what have been some of the challenges and how have you dealt with those? <laughs> well, the reason in the beginning I said it feels like it's been longer than four years <laughs> that there have been lots of challenges and um, we've just, uh, we've decided to look at challenges as opportunities to grow stronger and um, be, be more connected. Mm. Um, but I would say some of those challenges included, like Jake saying, personality differences, um, we're in a blended family. And so there was a lot of family dynamics that were really challenging. And then we'd go to work and I would feel angry and have resentment and Jake's on the defense and, and we're like, this is our, our business. Um, and so it really, game face on. <laughs> yeah, it, it really gave us the, um, I, I would say forced us to, to take those challenges and refuse to let the challenges be roadblocks, but mm. to, to really look at them as opportunities to stay connected and learn how to stay connected in the middle of challenges. And the, there's definitely an aspect too, where I remember early on, I would get in trouble with this more often that with it's almost like you have two different relationships they definitely merge but but it's kind of two different relationships and so if you imagine a, a wife saying to a husband hey i have this idea uh, you know and and the as a husband i was like what a cool idea like tell yeah. me more about it where did you whereas as a business partner sometimes you're taking on the role okay let me challenge the mm. where this idea could take us so we make sure we're making a clean decision about the direction our company's going to go yeah and sometimes when it was time for me to be a husband i still had on a business partner hat and and I, you know like hey, i've got this idea about a vacation well hey let's run through the the you know what <laughs> and i'm like whoa and she's like getting a little bit like what why are you being like that you know and it really is a matter mm. of starting to learn the skill of knowing who I am, what hat I have on at, at this time. Wow, man, that's actually really insightful because uh, my wife and I, like, we don't come into the office and work together every day, but she's very involved in my business and we talk about it. So she's kind of like my unofficial, I call her my CFO because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about things a lot and ideas and you know, uh, we do approach it kind of like, you know, business partner mindset mm -hmm. of like having discussions. But then, yeah, that's a really good point about having almost like a different hat you wear when you're not talking about business uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so that you're, you don't have those intense conversations about just like more, you know, couple things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so when you guys stepped out as life coaches, because you guys started doing this full time together, was it ever scary? Like, did it ever feel like, oh my gosh, is this gonna work out? <laughs> like, yes, yes, 
definitely the the first year of our um, four year adventure of being business owners together. Um, yeah, zero zero dollars. <laughs> mm. And I think year two, it might have been like seventeen hundred dollars or something. Oh, wow. And so for the first two years of owning a business, we were living off of our savings and just watching it dwindle and dwindle, mm. saying a lot of um, prayers like bless it. But are we on the right track? We don't want to be out of your will and yeah. everything you're not supposed to do financially. Never cash in your retirement early. Never <laughs> like, cash it in. We'll take the cash. It's coming right now. Lots of risk. Every advice. Yeah. Against every wow. advice you ever hear yeah thank the good lord we never racked up any debt mm. uh, we are debt free and that is all by the grace of god but we did have other things in place that helped us in that two-year uh window um and we had started out with a completely different business model outside of coaching mm. and then um i had a coach who for two years was telling me telling us why don't you guys become coaches? Be coaches. You guys would be awesome. And we just really were tunnel visioned. And then um, I had lost 40 pounds wisdom and oh, wow. I posted it on Facebook. And all of a sudden we just had an inbox of how'd you do that? How'd you do it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was all mindset. And so uh, along with that, though, to your question, that's where my fear came up. At first, the adventure of it all and going out there and doing this, I'm like, it just sounds fun. Like, yes, is it scary? Yes. But 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 there's a fear is kind of fun. But until all of a sudden we were getting successful with weight loss. Mm. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I, I'm now the, o- the only way is like I'm sentenced to a lifetime of, of weight loss. Like I, I, I'm never even lost weight. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? You know, and and that's what my fear came in, and a lot of like just trusting. And what happened was that my heart changed, and because I had never dealt with weight loss in any way whatsoever, mm-hmm. people around me or myself, I didn't realize the the mental anguish that that comes with that, and how often someone is thinking about what they should eat, shouldn't eat, what they mm. ate poorly, what they can't eat later, and their self-image and whatever. And when I saw that, when we started unlocking that in people and watching someone's face change when they saw their value outside of the number on a scale, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm all in. This is mm. this is the most rewarding, awesome job, and, and we'll go uh, ahead. But it so was- So that's kind of like what, launched you guys into coaching is the mm-hmm. weight loss wow and you weren't even a part of some kind of like multi-level marketing thing or like a diet uh strategy or a diet book or whatever wow. um, or fad uh, so how do you you know go for two years you know kind of like trying to figure out how this is going to work to all of a sudden things shift year three and then now you guys have a thriving life coaching business um how do you like make that jump is it mainly was it you know mainly through those facebook posts and things like that or mostly hiring wisdom right <laughs> <laughs> i think marketing with wisdom really means what i put it with the difference yeah um but i i would say commitment i i think that 
from the beginning, we just committed that we committed to the journey. And so we it grew our belief, even though the evidence wasn't there. And um, we just said, if we have to get another job while we're growing this business, then we will. Our willingness was just evidence to our level of commitment and belief. And we never had to get another job. Um, yeah. And then I, I would say just taking risks. Um, we hired some uh, coaches or a business coach that just helped us with our mar- our sales. And then we hired you and that helped with marketing. And so just kind of getting a group of people around us that are helping us keep growing at a faster pace. Mm, yeah. And our belief was a huge piece of it because I think when we started off, we thought there was some point when we would make a certain amount of money that would make us then feel like we were business owners that would make mm. us feel like we're a successful company. Mm. But that, that dollar amount kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. And until you realize like there's actually not going to be a dollar amount that's going to make us feel this, we're going to have to do the sort of like quiet, lonely work of mm. changing the way we think about us to believe that if someone says, hey, what do you do that? I just say I'm a life coach. Mm. What do you coach weight loss? You know, like, like I've got to it's got to be authentic. And for a while mm. I was kind of, well, I'm becoming I'm trying to build a life coaching business. Mm. You know, I would say it in such a way that yeah. it didn't inspire the confidence for someone to join in. Yeah. And so once we bought into our own business, mm. now it was easier to have other people buy into our business. Yeah. <laughs> so the belief is so powerful that I even remember when we started working together, you're like looking at our structure that we have in place and you're like, how do you guys make money? <laughs> <laughs> you still think that. <laughs> So kind of related to, you know, what you're talking about, do you ever yourself struggle with imposter syndrome or have, you know, clients that are dealing with imposter syndrome where, you know, maybe uh, you feel like I'm kind of like tricking people right now. Like I'm not really qualified for this, you know, like, uh, and I hope that people never really find out that I, I don't know, you know, what they think I know or whatever. Like, do you guys ever struggle with that or have clients that struggle with that? Yeah, it, it's definitely the um, the process of um, we call it a, a new identity that mm. when we went from making no money to making our first six figures, we had to change the way we are seeing ourselves, like Jake was saying. And so that whole time uh, we were building our belief, even though it even though we are getting clients and building our business, we still saw ourselves as zero dollar owners that mm. were just like, got lucky. Yeah, yeah. Getting lucky. And so as our, um, as we kept taking action and, and working on our belief, we, I, I think we'll always have imposter syndrome, complex syndrome. Either one. You can pick. Um, because we want to keep growing. And so from where we are to where we want to be next, there's a, identity shift that that we have to make in in that jump too so Mm. yes all the time (laughs) (laughs) i i think one of the cool things to know about it is that it's not bad and and that i heard a great quote said the only way to avoid feeling imposter syndrome is to avoid being successful Mm. and so as long as you're going to grow you're going to always feel like you're outgrowing your identity 
It's always the case. Mm -hmm. But what's so neat about it is that it's really the same struggle that you see through all the characters in the Bible as they're doing their growth is that, yeah, is it hard to believe that I'm a successful life coach with a great business owner? Yeah. Is it harder to believe that I'm a beloved child of the creator of the universe? <laughs> That's even harder to believe in terms of imposter True. complex. And so when you look back through and see how people struggle with that, and yeah, that that's it. That is the thing. Like that's our our whole goal is to believe in. And how do you do that? You you build your stone towers and and you look back at the faithfulness the way it showed up. And and you don't just walk across the river and move on. You gotta stop and you gotta look back and you gotta say, no, it, it wasn't luck. Hmm. It, it it I had a hand in it and he had a hand in it, and, and there's how did this happen? And the more that you're willing to look at the past and not dismiss it as luck, then you start to you know, build your ability to know, okay, well, when I go forward, it's going to feel like luck again, but I'm going to watch out for these places I can build these stone towers. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, people that are kind of getting to know you on this call might be maybe assuming wrongly that you guys only work with couples because you're a couple. Uh, so can you kind of share with us like how, you know, you work with clients, who you work with typically, um, and then, you know, what you kind of offer as far as, you know, under steadfast life coaching, is it just like private coaching or is it, you know, other things too, that people can you know tap into? Yeah. We've only worked with one couple actually, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know always, all of our clients are just, uh, one person for, for the most oh, okay. part. And, um, and it's more of a, it really is like one-on-one -on -one coaching that they're getting really with wit. And, mm. and I'm, I'm there just in this like supportive role and I kind of take notes for them and stuff like that to, to pass it on. And I just, is that because like when wit makes somebody cry, you have to kind of encourage exactly. them. <laughs> exactly. If you imagine playing for like the most difficult coach you ever played for, there's gotta be another adult that says, she didn't mean you're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not like that at all. Um, but yeah, we we work with we do still work with people who want to lose weight. We, we've got clients. Mm. As a matter of fact, I think we calculated recently that our clients lost over a thousand pounds last year. Oh my gosh! All combined, even in that COVID. <laughs> Which is wild because we'd be switching from calls from someone who is like, "I'm so nervous that COVID's going to end because it's only easy to lose weight in quarantine." And the uh, next call will be like, yeah, I just can't lose weight because it's quarantine. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to see that happen. But we also work with a lot of business owners. And it's been that's been a super fun shift. Mm. Uh, man, really fun. Because like you're, all the stuff you're talking about, is it scary? Does it require boldness? Is, is there imposter complex? All those things. And so having a coach, you know, kind of a, uh, someone to go shoulder to shoulder with you, kind of stay to the sideline. It, it's really fun to play that role in someone's journey. And then we have also done some relationship coaching, mm. which is, I mean, that's just so rewarding because I know our marriage is such a priority for us. And so mm. to help someone with yeah. their either finding someone or their marriage is super yeah. rewarding. Yeah. Man, that's really cool. You, you guys should post something um, on social media about the thousand pounds. Or like, <laughs> show it visually you know like oh yeah this is what a thousand pounds of fat looks like yeah yeah i feel like that that would be awesome um uh, there's a guy the a cook i think or a chef his name i think is jamie oliver he like used to do a show and like go uh around to like different uh schools in the u.s 
and he would basically like show how unhealthy the food was and stuff like that uh, and he'll like bring a truckload of just like lard <laughs> and go, like, this is how much you know stuff you consumed last year you know oh, so yeah. that when you said that that's what i visualize it's like a truck full of like <laughs> thousand pounds of something yeah half a ton of fat <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys do the private coaching and then um, something that I know you guys are really excited about is trust you. So maybe you can share a little bit about that as well. Yeah, that, that's been uh, man, just a, a conviction on our hearts to try to like reach more people mm. and, and we're limited, you know, a bit because it's just us and our time and to do this. And we're like, what if, what if we could do this? What if we could blow it up and make it just more accessible, get more people involved in it, build a community around it? And so there's there's more of this like, hey, we're all in this together kind of thing. And it's mm -hmm. really neat inside there because we coach in there some. And so people get to see other people get coached and you get to like watch someone yeah. else's brain solve a problem that you're not struggling with. And so it helps you see the mechanism because you're not caught up in the emotion of, of what's happening there. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, our we call it trust you, like trust university, but it, yeah. also trust yourself. So it's it's yeah. pretty clever. I mean, it's, let's be real. <laughs> it, and I like it because it it you know we are a Christian, but we don't just work with Christians. Um, mm. But in that in trust university, we have meditations that involve Jesus being on mm. a beach with you, and um, a lot of them bring bring me to tears, and I know for the the members too, but more of just like a renewing your mind daily, uh, just like a, you know, part of your daily life, we want to create in Trust University. So it is a monthly membership um, at a really reasonable price. Awesome. So uh, where can people go to find out more information on that and like sign up? And uh, Steadfastlifecoaching.com is our website. And, and so it's there under memberships. And then I think all of our social media is steadfast life coaching. Like I know Instagram is that mm -hmm. and on um, cool. Facebook, we're on there as uh, steadfast life is the, is the page there. And then, and then me and Wed are on there too individually. And so any of those places will we'll lead you there. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look for them on like Snapchat. <laughs> no, haven't, haven't bridged the gap in the Snapchat you know yet. <laughs> Uh, so before uh, we, you know, uh, jump off, maybe either both of you or each of you can um, share like one tip. Let's say somebody's listening right now and they're really struggling, you know, like mentally they have a lot of stress or a lot of self-doubt or maybe there's like marriage things, you know, tension between the couples. Um, or maybe that they have weight loss issues, you know, what's one thing that you want to leave them with? Mm, that's a great question. Uh, the one that I would say is to, um, to write down all of the thoughts that come out of mind, come to mind about that problem, or maybe it's, you know, feeling depressed or defeated, discouraged, and, and just, Whatever thoughts come to mind, why are you feeling that way? Write it out on paper, get it out of your head. And then what I, I like to do next, after I've done that completely, and it feels like I can't get anything out of my brain, anything else, I say, 
I cross it out and say, how is this not true? So I'm in my brain, I'm saying this, even though it feels really true, um, an example might be, I didn't have a productive day. And so I would cross it out and I would say, how is this not true? Well, I did go to the grocery store today. Well, I did make my bed today. And, and as you go through that list, you're going to feel lighter and you're going to, your, mm. your emotion is going to shift. Your perspective is going to shift. Um, and, and I would say that that's a good, just quick exercise. Yeah. I like taking that idea to, to start off with. And then I just want to offer you permission uh, in terms of what you believe. And, and the reason I, I like to do that is because um, if I were to, I, I'm a very optimistic person and very often people will say that I'm being pretend, that I'm, mm. I'm ignoring evidence. And I think it's important that that's 100% true. I absolutely am. Mm -hmm. The part that's false is that being negative is somehow not ignoring evidence. Mm. And that's kind of what Wit's describing is that her first negative thought was ignoring evidence that she found later. And so when you realize I I'm ignoring evidence either way, mm -hmm. well, now it's like, okay, well then how do I want to feel? How do I, how do I want to show up? How do I want to be here? Is a, it's a more powerful question then, then what do I have evidence for? You know, mm -hmm. like, let me decide first what's going to benefit me. And then that filter will allow the evidence in and, and I'll start seeing what I want to see. Yeah. Man. So, so believe first. It's crazy to me that for most of us, the most critical person in our life is ourselves. You know, we're the most critical and negative about ourselves. And mm -hmm. I think that's why it's so important to, you know, sometimes seek outside, you know, guidance and help is because somebody that's not you can help guide you, you know, with your thought yeah. process. And because uh, sometimes it's really easy to get stuck in that, too, without yeah. being able to um, look at it more from a biblical perspective um, where you, you're not always looking at yourself as a loser and a failure, you know? Yeah. So that's why I feel like, you know, what you guys do is so important and it makes a huge difference. I mean, uh, lives literally are transformed because of the work you guys do. So that's why I love partnering with you guys and supporting what you're doing. And, and I love the fact that you guys do it as a couple and you guys don't, take yourselves too seriously you know you take your work seriously <laughs> we're trying not to say serious fierce your wits fierce yeah yeah uh, so yeah i really uh, appreciate what you're doing you know for really like it's god's work you know what you're doing um and it's a way even when you're not working with christians it's a way for you to share christ mm -hmm. you know through that process too so yeah. yeah, thanks for what you're doing and thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. And for our listeners, you guys do have a podcast of your own too. And you're doing a lot more stuff on YouTube. And so I'd encourage uh, our listeners to check you guys out on YouTube. And 
um, in your podcast. I personally consume a lot more podcast content than video content because it's something I can listen to while I'm driving or like getting ready right, and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, I, I enjoy listening to your podcast because <laughs> Jake, you throw some really interesting questions in there uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes uh, between you guys, there's interesting conversations i think that happen that aren't even planned <laughs> so that's really fun oh none of it's planned <laughs> uh, so yeah thanks uh for joining us yeah and and we just want to add was on that it has been such an honor and we're so grateful to have you and your team be working with you and your team oh, you. um it was a prayer literally answered and uh, we said the prayer and then we went online and you were one of the the first ones and it was just like the lord highlighted you guys and mm -hmm. you've been awesome. amazing yeah and there's, there's definitely a piece like a literal piece that that comes from working with someone who uh, that that we trust is ultimately pointed toward christ mm -hmm. and it's how we want to show up it, it's what we were kind of missing from the coaches that we sought out mm. and so the the place that we want to fill but also what we find in you is that we love that yeah it's, it's about marketing and it's about seo and, and it's about all the you know the worldly things right the mechanics of it all but at the end of the day we know where your heart is and it helps us trust you and just feel peace about about the relationship that's awesome i i love how you slid in trust you in there yeah it, it just happened it just happened it was all, 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 all plans <laughs> that's the punchline <laughs> all right well thank you guys uh -huh. yeah thanks Wisdom. Thanks for listening to the All About the Journey podcast. To connect with Wisdom, you can find him on Instagram at Wisdom Moon or Facebook at Wisdom Moon Official. To check out the show notes of this episode, head over to allaboutthejourneypodcast.com. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. We'll see you next time.